1: another episode. Welcome back to If I Didn't Laugh I'd Cry. How are you all doing? How's it going? How's everyone feeling? How's been your week? Happy Friday, if you're listening to this on a Friday. If you're not, then step it up. Step it up. You you should listen to it the minute it's posted. You know what I mean? You should have alarms set, right? Not just one, two alarms. One before, one the minute it's, you know, uploaded, dedication (laughs) Um, I'm doing well I've had a good week I'm recording this the night before it comes out so I am I am pressed for time because I need to record edit publish Uh, (laughs) it's been a long week for me Um, by long week I just mean you know when your week kind of like splits in half what what day is it today it's a Thursday yeah Your week is like, I went to a sales conference that happened on a Tuesday and it was an overnight stay into going into the Wednesday. And I just feel like that's just, that's just messed up my whole week. The whole flow, it's just messed up. (laughs) So I don't know if anyone else works like that, but yeah, it was a good week. I really enjoyed this week personally. Um, I hope everybody's doing good, right? nothing to report nothing new. oh (laughs) look at me nothing to report so at this sales conference they were basically like did this um presentations and they were talking about how you can have a career in sales and I was like wait a minute wait a minute I've been feeling a little bit of a funk remember remember how I've been talking about my career going work 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 Maybe I just need to learn a new skill. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm just one of those personalities that can't be in a box. I remember my dad having a word with me when I was younger. Well, by younger, I was still, I was already in my 20s, already had a kid. And he was like, I don't think you're ever going to be happy unless you're working for yourself. I don't even think that's it. <laughs> I don't even think I need to work for myself. <laughs> I think the issue is my brain just. I it, I can't be still. <laughs> so I've done HR now, I would say, for, oh, how long has it been? Six, five or six years? And I think I'm just ready to learn a new skill. You know what I mean? I keep doing that. Who knows? Who knows? I might be an astronaut one day. Who knows? I might be a doctor one day. Who knows? You know? But I've done quite a lot of jobs already so far and I think maybe that's what it's meant to be like that's what life is about you're just meant to be in different circles learning different things and you know getting to know different people influencing different people and allowing other people to influence you positively but I could just be chatting us you know what I mean <laughs> it could just be me having some kind of problem <laughs> so I hope you guys can pray for me pray for me so it goes well um because I am genuinely interested in it so who knows know, knows, could be looking at your, your boss, Bay. Um, but anyway, it's just me. So let's get into it. I have nothing to rant about, but I do have an embarrassing if I didn't laugh at cry story. I wonder if it is embarrassing, to be honest. Anyway, so at this sales conference, um, we had two guest speakers. And the second guest speaker was speaking and he was like the, he was, he's like an expert in hypnosis and things like that. So he was basically trying to get the room to rethink the way they think towards their issues or their problems, if that makes sense. So because it's a sales conference, it's sales heavy. So it's like, you as a salesperson, maybe when you are approaching your clients and etc. etc. Cetera, et cetera, you may feel nervous. You may feel like it's daunting. You may feel like you're not good at pitching, etc. So he was trying to get the the room to reframe their thoughts, um, how they approach the situations, like things like, oh, right now your your brain is here, but you know you need your brain needs to be in your stomach. Your brain needs to be in your stomach. When your brain is in your stomach, I personally. <laughs> personally, as a God-fearing woman, it was all weird for me, it was all weird for me, I was listening to that going, I'm not sure about this song, (laughs) because, how sway, (laughs) how sway, so a lot of people were like, oh yeah, I can feel, because he was like, how many of you feel different after after that exercise, you know, after like doing deep breaths or whatever it is, he told us to close our eyes several times and to imagine certain scenarios and to imagine, you know, our anxiety going from a 10 all the way to a 1. And then people would raise their hands saying, yeah, it's really helped me. My anxiety has decreased. And I was just there like, I didn't have any to begin with. <laughs> and there was no anxiety to begin with because I pray to my God. So it was just a different kind of feeling, a different vibe in it. But there was one point now, so I had my my coat. What's the difference between a jacket and, and a coat? I think a jacket is something that's shorter and a coat is longer in it. So I had my coat and it's quite a big one. So um, like long, I like really long coats. I don't know why. So I draped it over me like it was a blanket And I sat back in my chair telling us to close our eyes. And he was like, imagine a screen and imagine a box or boxes. What's in that box? You know, picture something that makes you happy. And genuinely, genuine, genuine, I tried to imagine it. But your girl went to sleep. Your girl went to sleep. I think it was like 10 minutes I was doing this. I took a nap. I was like waking out of my sleep every so often. Um... I think I, like, woke up, like, twice and looked around. Everyone still had their eyes closed. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, thank God. i got more time to sleep. (laughs) Anyway, after we finished, we took a break. And then I went to the toilet. And one of the girls that was sitting next to me was like, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so said that could hear somebody snoring. And I was like, no, no. Was that me, And I was like, "Was that me because I was sitting right next to you? Did you hear the snoring coming from my direction? And she was like, "I don't think so, but now I'm so parrot because who else could have been snoring? Who else i I woke up one time and I woke up and my mouth was open. That's how much of a deep sleep I was in. Can you imagine I was snoring, and the directors were in this room. What if they saw me? <laughs> Another one of my colleagues. After she was like, "I'm so jealous of you, coat because you look so comfy." And I'm thinking, "You don't know in the half, sweetheart. You don't know in the half." Your girl was goodness. I was even dreaming. I was dreaming. Listen, don't try and send me into a trance because I'm just gonna go to sleep. And besides, my lord, my lord. I was like, no, 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 no. Thank you. No, thank you. Question time. Continuing on, now on our on little atheism theme, this question reads: Do you have evidence that keeps you atheist? Now, yes. I know we don't just we don't need to justify a lack of belief since the burden of proof is on people who believes God's God exists. But I just thought this would be something interesting to talk about. I commented this in a previous post. For me, it's outer space. To be specific the stars we see in the sky point to the universe being 13 to 14 billion years old it can be possibly older since since these are just the stars that are visible for me, this alone debunks the creation story in Genesis. Easy, since regardless if the Earth is six thousand or four billion years old, there is still a huge gap in between the times of their creations. The Bible says the Earth was made in seven days, and the gap of ten billion years between the birth of the Earth and the universe isn't close to that in in any way. Isn't close to that in any way. Right. So, I hear. I hear this. I genuinely hear this. Right. But I suppose a counter question would be, how how do you know? How do you know that? You know what I mean? How do you know that the stars, the stars of space is a billion years old? Like, how how does the person or the people who say it is 13 to 14 billion years old, how do they know that? How did they reach this conclusion? How did they create an instrument that can measure this thing? What do they have to measure it against? Am I making sense? Have there been stars or universe that they've observed before that gave them an indication that this is how it looks like when it's this old? Or are they observing the same night sky? You know what I mean? Am I making sense? I hope I'm making sense by asking this question. Because with me, a human being, you can see me age, right? You can see me age and you know I'm aging because I had a birth. I had a beginning, right? I was a baby and now I keep going up one year, right? But when it comes to space, it's always been there. It has always been there since we have been on earth so how does how do the people who came to this conclusion know what is it that they were working against what is it what are the, what what did how did they create the instruments to tell them this and what is special inside the instruments that tell them that how old are the instruments <laughs> you know what i'm saying I think to even say that the burden of proof is for the believers because they're the ones who believe in God. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think you know what that's a wrong outlook. You are the one who's atheist. That's your standpoint. So the burden of proof that God does not exist is on you in fact. Anyway, let me let me not spend too long on that because I feel like I already have spent too long on that. But yeah, outer space so the stars we' seeing this guy um point to the universe being 13 to 14 billion years old it can be possibly older since they're just stars that are visible for me to me that alone makes me feel like God exists if the stars you see are the only stars that are visible to you and you know what you don't even have enough instruments to even get close or closer, to those stars to see what the surface looks like outside of your galaxy of your own galaxy to me that's the first dun 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 right because it's like okay how come <laughs> so if, if, if we've been here for a very long time and the 6,000 year you know claim that Christians claim that the the earth is the age of the earth is ah it's not making sense but it is not right? If we are wrong and we have been here for much, much longer, how come we are nowhere near closer to discovering the things that we want to discover? It seems like, and I'm just going to say it straight, it seems like we're only just getting started. (laughs) It seems like we're only just getting started. I think it was last year that they they sent the James, um, the James Telescope, forgot the full name, the James something telescope, right, Um, to space, and it's much bigger and much better than the Hubble Space, Um, I think it's called the Hubble Space Telescope, anyway, don't quote me, but google it, you know, you, you tell you what I'm talking about, right? So it's this better equipment because, you know, the Hubble wasn't giving us that much clear, da, 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 da. this one is going to be infrared, it's going to be giving us clear visions, whatever, whatever. And then it took a picture and it, it showed this picture of a universe and it was like a circle or whatever it is, right? And it was like outer, outer space. But, it, it, you know, it shows, the, the further it goes, the more it shows younger stars. How, how do you know? how do you know that the stars are younger they're saying that (laughs) I shouldn't laugh right they are saying that the stars and their galaxies that are way further out those are younger and that's how the universe expands and the ones that are closer those are older like (laughs) could it be that you just can't see them (laughs) probably so they seem farther
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: What? I am so sorry. It's like a man walking or a person, let me just say a person walking towards me from a distance, they look like an ant, but the closer they get to me, the more they start looking like their true size, and we're here, literally going, ah, oh, the universe is so young, because we can see stars that are so young in the outer space, what, <laughs> and no one, no one goes, this doesn't make sense, yo, this, this doesn't make sense, everybody's like, oh, proof, proof that evolution is real no I think that's I'm just gonna say how it is just because it's far away doesn't mean it's young all right and even if it was young for example what they're claiming let's say it's true let me read you what they claim so according to um, scientists, it says our current understanding of the universe suggests galaxies take time to develop by accumulating stars and building structures through various processes. However, new, obses- new observation um, with cutting-edge telescopes like the James Webb um, telescope have revealed mature galaxies at a time when the universe was relatively young. They exist. <laughs> The existence challenge our current understanding of how galaxies form and evolve over cosmic time. A much simpler ex- explanation for the existence of these galaxies may just be that we don't fully understand galactic evolution in the early universe. Impossible is far too strong, says Dr. Luke Barnes from Wesley Sydney University, who believes GAPTA is probably wrong. We have unanswered questions about how galaxies could have formed as early as we've seen them. As early as we've seen them, James Webb telescope observations but nothing about the situation is impossible (sighs) let me tell you let me just read to you something that makes sense okay then God made two great lights the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night he made the stars also you know what I mean God created the heavens and the earth and then he says he set them over the firmament of the heavens to give lights on earth to rule the day or and over the night And he divided the light from darkness and God saw that it was good. And that is the first reading. Second is taken from Psalms 147 verse 4. He counts the number of stars. He calls them by name. Next verse says, the heavens declare the glory of God. This is Psalms 19 verse 1 and 2. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork day unto day. Artist speech and night and tonight reveals knowledge <laughs> i think we're getting it né? and this one says lift your eyes up on high lift your eyes on high and see who created these things who brings out their host by number their host is stars by number he calls them all by name he calls the stars all by name right by the greatness of his might and the strength of his, of his power not one is missing if the scientists are going all right everything we thought about the universe and the galaxies forming like we can see further in the distance that there are older galaxies and then there are younger galaxies and you know it's just it's just not making any sense because god created them god's wisdom confounds the wise now it, the bible even says let me you know what you know i don't like misquoting the bible so let me read it to you so in First Corinthians 1, verse 27, it says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things which are. Okay? Listen, you... Well, let me not say you. Astronomers, astrologers... Any person, NASA, any scientists who claim to say we are wise, we know how old the universe is, we can see so far out into space, look at these images we took by infrared, by this top of the range um, telescope that we've built with gold, with this, and it's got reflection, refraction, whatever it is, and look at the image we've captured, yeah, you're getting it eight minutes late, so it's already expired, but look what we can do. And, and everybody marvels at this, they go, oh, how wise, these lot are so clever, I want to work for NASA, I want to be so close to space like that, you know, not long ago, everybody was like, I'm buying a ticket, I'm buying a ticket on that ship, and we're gonna go live on Mars, these times, you can't adequately survive on Mars anyway, because once you run out for food, then what, you know what I mean? You're just going to spend a life living in a ship in confinement. You're going to space to be in prison because the minute you step out there without any protection, you're dead, dead. And anything could go wrong. A meteor can hit Mars. You know what I mean? And there is no, listen, listen. All I'm saying is the Bible is clear. The things which seem stupid, like the creationist story of the earth being created in six days and God resting on the seventh day. And the fact that the earth isn't that old is just human denial that sin has literally rotten us to the core. Sin has sped up earth's history so we don't want to believe it we want to say rah this earth is 13 like you know to whatever however many billion years old and we know what's going on in space but not one nebula not one galaxy that is outside of the milky way galaxy including the milky way ga- galaxy actually not, none of it has been studied or observed so closely where you know what's happening all of it is literally guesswork of, oh, because we know that this gas and this gas makes this reaction. That's what we think is happening. All of it is just concepts, theories. None of it is fact. And it's funny because, like, I've just read out, you know, you know, know none of it is fact because if they can say, oh, it's not everything that we believed is not the case and somebody's like, oh, nonsense, what are you talking about? I wouldn't say impossible. it's just It's just not what we thought it was. But the Bible hasn't changed. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You know, he created a greater light for the day to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Everything you see in the sky, all the stars you see in the sky, he made them also. Because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Why would we deny that? Why would we deny that? You know? Um, there's a huge gap between the times of their creations. How do you know that? That's, again, I'm going to have to just counter, you know, counter this question over question and say, how do you know that? How do you know that there's a huge gap? Unless you were there, unless you were there in creation and you saw everything that God was doing, how do you know? Or let me not even say creation because, you know, you're an atheist. Unless you were there at the Big Bang and you observed everything, how do you know that? You know what I mean you know so this is just interesting but I get it I get it. it the Bible is clear in Corinthians that the things which are wise sorry the things which are foolish put to shame the wise so what believing in God is dumb basically it's foolish but believing in God is the truth therefore it puts to shame the wise the wise of the world right? And God has chosen the weak things of the world. So again, these things that we believe in that are so daft because surely the earth can't be 6,000 years old or so, even though the Bible has given us the genealogies and chronology for a reason is to measure time. You know what I mean? It's given us timelines for a reason, right? To understand, where we're at in Earth's history, and to really for us to deep, it's not a long time. Considering right, the the evolutionist story says that it's so many years old, but when you really it deep, it's not a long time. But it is a long time. Sin has rotten us. Sin has rotten, and it's a, it's it's a disease that keeps spreading. Okay and the base things of the world and the things which are despised god has chosen and the things which are not to bring um and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things which are basically you don't believe that god is real you don't believe that god is there you don't believe that the creation is the creation story in the bible right so it doesn't exist but the bible is saying These things that don't exist are going to put to shame the things which do exist, i.e., evolution, i.e., the 13 billion years old story. Because if we believe in the evolution story, then Jesus is not coming again soon, and the world is not going to end the way the Bible says the world is going to end, and there is no beast and the and and you know there is no battle of good and evil, and we are just here walking around waiting for our deaths, and none of the things that the Bible says is real. But God is saying, the foolish things, they are real. They'll put to shame all these other things that are wise, right? So that means that Jesus is coming again soon. The Bible says those who are wicked will be caught by surprise. He's coming like a thief in the night. They'll be caught off guard and they'll be like, rah, and everything is going to be happening. It's going to be chaos, you know what I mean? Because um, it's real, right? And that's a head scratcher. That's a head scratcher, so personally me, um it's much easier not to believe no to be honest with you, I think it's much easier no, it's much easier not to believe in God because you don't have to come face to face with yourself because there is no mirror that's going to be held up to you. so it's much easier not to believe in God because who wants a mirror held up to them? We are all filthy we are filthy, we are sinners. So I don't want a mirror to be held up to me to show me that I'm a horrible person, whereby I believe that I was a good person. I don't want that. So it's much easier for me not to believe that God, to believe that God does not exist. Okay. It's much easier because I can live the life I want. I can do whatever I want and I can not feel guilty about it. It's much harder to believe in God, to be honest with you, because it's a life of morals it's a life of discipline and it's a life of the mirror constantly being held to your face sometimes I do something and I feel so convicted and I think oh my days give me a break but you know what I need that conviction I need that conviction it's a good thing to be convicted to be a good person and not just the the pretense of being a good person you know So I suppose the creationist story and the evolution story, it's not a salvation issue, so to speak, but in a way it is because that's where everything started. It's in the beginning. So if you don't believe that God created the heavens and the earth and everything that's in it, and God rested on the seventh day, the Sabbath day, if you don't believe in any of that, then you're not going to believe that God is a mighty God who, who, you know, spoke to Moses through a cloud you're not going to believe that Jesus is the son of God and he is God who died on the cross you're not going to believe that a woman can conceive a child without sleeping with a man you know but you know you're not going to believe any of these things they're unbelievable they're so dumb you're not going to believe them you want something that's tangible something you can see (laughs) yeah but However, the question still lies. You can see it, but have you ever touched it to observe it? <laughs> have you ever gone gone to that place and spoken to the people there, taking a survey, right? Have you ever, can you ever, are you ever going to go? And they're trying to find, I think I've already said this before at some point, but they're trying to find um, Goldilocks planets, um, exoplanets, basically. Um, they're trying to find Goldilocks planets where, humans can inhabit where it's got the same atmosphere as us it's got basically the same ecosystem if that makes sense um so that humans can be able to live there they've been searching for this for years they're like all right like we nearly found one this one is just similar but there's just one little thing missing even if you were to find it even if you were to find it you will never get there You will never get there. It's millions, if not billions of light years away. You will never be able to get there. By the time you get there, everybody on that ship is dead. (laughs) Doesn't that make people think and go, wow, we are wasting our time here. But I do believe that science is meant to be an occupation. I believe that science is meant to be an occupation and science is there so that the people who observe it can glorify God, can say, wow, God, you are great. Look at the stars you created. Look at the heavens you created, all for the glory of God. But the fallen humans use it to say, God does not exist. Look at this. If God existed, why would it? And their counter argument to why God doesn't exist because of space is wild to me. Because if there was anything that would humble me, actually, I shouldn't even say if there was anything that would humble me. When I was on my quest for truth, ask Dalu, God is my witness. The one thing that my mind kept on going to was space, outer space. Just the magnitude of it. Just the brilliance of it just the beauty of it just the mystery of it right i used to constantly think about space and i used to constantly go on my little sermons talking about space and then one day it happened where i was literally talking about space thinking about space and i had this fe- i had this feeling and the, i said no the only explanation is god god created it there is no other answer that is sufficient, that is adequate besides, besides God created the heavens and the earth. Just the sheer magnitude of space, just the mystery, the, it's just brilliant. It's brilliant. It's almost as if, right, and I'm saying almost for those who don't believe that it's by grand design, it's just brilliant, right? Right? Denying it is the issue because there is no other explanation, and scientists haven't given an, an explanation that is sufficient, that quenches the thirst. Scientists haven't, they can't even agree. <laughs> on what's going on they give it all these technical words EWD6 or whatever it is and it's not making any sense and God just called them the heavens and the earth he called them stars And, and you know what so it's just it's really mad but we ought to reverence the name of God and we ought to give glory to God for his handiwork because he knows all the stars he counts them all, and he knows them by name all of them and we have given some of them names, but he knows every single one. Hmm. Food for thought. So let me leave it there. Let me leave it there, friends. Um, I'll leave us with a little summing summing, right? Let me leave us with, he made the stars also. Wah, wah, wah.
0: I'm sorry the episode is over, but please tune in next week for another exciting journey. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. Have good vibes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby.